All righty. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is August 31st, 2023 and week 239. If you're new around here, welcome this is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, it says the big three. So I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it. Thank you very much, Mel Lee. Thank you. Let us get into mm-hmm. a prayer. Um, we do welcome each of you as Mel greeted you, but I also want to greet you as well. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. Um, we're going to go into a word of prayer. So if you have an opportunity to pause, we encourage you to join in this prayer with us. Gracious Lord, thank you for your blessings, Lord. We thank you for how you watched over us, how you kept us, Lord, how you uh, just be there for us day in and day out. Lord, help us to return the favor to you, Lord. Help us to return the favor to others, Lord. Help us to have that love, have the joy uh, that was so easily beset before you, Lord. Help us to have that same joy that you had, even as you endured the cross, Lord. That same joy about serving you, about being your children. Lord, we want to hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So Lord, Just continue to um, help us achieve that goal. And Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, continually remind us that there is to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying that you would increase and only you would increase and that we would all decrease. So Lord, we're praying these blessings in your terrific name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. So again, God bless for being with us tonight. Um, We are excited. I'm always excited about the word of the Lord. Um, I'm always excited about being in Bible studies, whether I'm teaching, whether I'm uh, just listening about being in Bible studies, because that is an opportunity for me to learn. Whether I teach or whether I'm just they're listening. God still uh, desi- uh, desires to reveal some things to me, and I'm grateful for that uh, because I don't deserve anything. And so, again, thank you guys for being here with us. Tonight, we're going to talk about the big three. Now, uh, I know for <laughs> a lot of guys out there, guys know, guys think about the big three. They're thinking about sports. They're thinking about LeBron. Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh or uh, <laughs> or uh, whoever their favorite uh, big basketball three trio or football trio or soccer trio, baseball, whatever it is, uh, that's usually what guys think of when guys think of a big three. Uh, to get into a spiritual big three tonight because God knows if we want to be saved, we we need these components in our lives because I can assure you, if we don't get these correct three, 
things that we're going to discuss tonight, we will substitute uh, this three for a different three. Uh, but it will not it will not suffice. It will not be the same. Uh, we, we will not get the exact same results. Uh, I know sometimes, now I know I've did this, sometimes we can buy something. Uh, actually, uh, and one example that comes to mind, if you guys have ever used Clorox wipes. Now, I, I've used Clorox wipes a good bit in my life. And I can recall one time, you know, of course, we try to preserve as much money as possible. And so um, I, I did get some off-brand Clorox wipes before as a substitute for the official Clorox wipes. Um, you, It just did not work. It was not the same. The wipes were dry. They barely, <laughs> they just barely got the job done. And so um, I, I use that example to say, there are some things that cannot be substituted in life. And what we're to tonight fits the bill. So tonight I want to talk to you. We're going to start, Melvin, in the book of, make sure we're on the right page here. We're going to start in the book of Psalm, I believe. What what? I think I told you something else. Let's start no. wherever I told you. <laughs> Luke 4 and 4. Let, let's start there. Let's go wherever I told you because so many scriptures and so many things come to my mind. And so just so we're on the same page here, let's let's go to uh, the scripture that I told you, Mel. All right, Luke 4. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written that men, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now, the reason, the reason we went here, I want to I've got to stay uh, on this journey that God desires me to be on. Now, that saying, that, that honestly goes for all of us. We want to be saved. We must continue on this journey. And we, we cannot continue to run off of the road because if you stay running off of the road, you're going to run in the wrong I know whenever I drive over the, the edge of the road and I hit uh, the little marking, markings, that they put there to keep you on track and to wake you up if you're falling asleep or even if you just veer over. I don't drive over there intentionally. I don't. As soon as I start to notice that sound, as soon as I start to feel the shift of the car, my mind tells me I've got to hurry up because I might only have a few seconds, a few minutes, not even a few minutes, but a few seconds. Because if I don't get back in the road and get back on track, end up in a ditch. I will end up hitting the, 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 the curb or the bridge or something. I'm going to, to hurt myself, hurt the vehicle I'm in. I'm going to hurt someone else. Something's going to happen that I didn't want to happen. If I don't get myself back in the place 
to be. And so this happens with us from a spiritual standpoint as, as people of God, we, we fail. Um, Melvin, can you make sure that we're live? It froze and um, it disconnected. So uh, I video and started a new one. It did I that last that. week too. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that. But um, I I just got done um, checking. We are live. Okay. Um, so, hopefully everyone can hear us. So they'll just have to go to the new video. All right. Hopefully everyone out there can still hear us. I apologize. We're having some issues. Um, but nonetheless, you know, the people of God, uh, I understand that oftentimes people, we run off of the side of the road. We, we run over those markings and sometimes people get stuck there. Sometimes people, uh, we, we dwell long instead of uh, pulling the wheel and getting back in the road. Sometimes we're there for weeks. We're there for months. Uh, and God forbid, sometimes we're there for years. But you know, I thank God that he's gracious enough. Now, I'm not saying he's going to let, let you back in every time. I will not fool you into thinking that God is always going to allow you back. But I thank God that he uh, has allowed someone like me to come back to him time and time again just because of his grace, just because of his mercy. And so I got my life. Uh, and this, I thank God for helping me to get there because God knows I was not always here. You know, sometimes when people see you and they see the life that you currently live, a lot of those people might not have known you in your past life, and you used to live, the person you used to be, a lot of times people don't know you, uh, know the way you used to be. And so people have a tendency to think that you've always been this strong, that you've always been uh, this, this person who's striving and seeking after God. But people, everyone knows your story, your testimony, the things that you've endured, the things that you've been through. But I thank God that we ourselves know what we've been through. And so we cannot forget and we must remember to help who's currently going through that. This is the issue that a lot of Christian people have sometimes that uh, sometimes we have overcome certain problems and certain sins and certain situations. And now we've gotten strong enough to handle certain things. And we start to look at someone sideways or we're wondering why, why are they struggling with this particular problem? Why are they having that? And we forget that we've been in the same shape. Some of us have been through the exact same things. And here we are looking at someone else funny. But so I want to discuss the three things that if you implement these things, I'm guaranteeing you by the power of God that you will be saved because God declares so. That's how I can be so confident 
you do these three things, you will stay the course. Even if you just so happen to run off the road, you will get yourself right back in the place you need to be every time. If you just do these things. So the three things I want to talk to you about tonight. I want to talk to you first and foremost about the word. This is is a part of the big three that we absolutely need. The word. I want to talk to you about prayer and fasting. And I also want to talk to you about me. Now, I'm putting these, I'm declaring that these three things are major now. They're major. So read that verse again for us, Melvin. If if we can get all these components, suddenly your problems, they will not be as big. You, You will always have problems in this life. Whether you are saved or whether you decide you want to live for the devil and you want to sin every day, all day, you want to wake up and do sleep doing wrong. You will have problems no matter which side you're on. But if you can get these three things in order, your problems will become so much easier to handle. If you can just get these three things. So read that verse again for us, Mel. And Jesus answered him, and Jesus answered him saying, it is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. It is written according to Jesus. He said that we need to live. There are things that are are essential. We've been taught this. We've been taught we need shelter. We need some type of food, some type of clothing. We've been taught certain things that we need. We need something to drink. We've been taught this. But Jesus said, we can't live by all of these things, by just eating food and and living life and having fun and all those things that we feel we need. He said, we need the word of God. I'm telling you, if you would apply the word of God, you would hear the word. See, my God, we first have to hear the word. You can't hear the word on your own because the Bible declares, I believe it's Romans chapter 10. He said, how shall they hear without a You need, I, it, it doesn't matter if you're good at reading. Sometimes, <laughs> some people, they read so fast, man. <laughs> like I, I've, I've, I've seen people, they can read circles around me. They can read a full page and what? So some people practice reading fast. You can be the fastest reader in the world. You can read all the time, every day, but you still, because God declares so, he said you still need a preacher. You still need to be in. You still need to be asking questions and, and seeking God's word. Not only reading. But even in studies, you need these things. See, if you only read on your own, you know, you know, I, I think uh, 
that when I was going through school and when I was learning um, how to write, uh, when I was uh, learning how to even read, you know, it took someone to teach me. It took the teacher at the school. It, it took uh, whoever at the house or, or whoever it was. It took somebody to help me. I couldn't do that on my own. But, you know, we've learned a certain level of knowledge. We've gained a certain amount of intellect. And now the devil has tricked us into thinking, you know what? You got it all on your own. Eat anybody else? You know how to read for yourself. The devil has tricked us. He has tricked us into thinking we can do this by ourselves. But I'm telling you, not only do we need to read, we also need to be in some type of Bible study. We need to be listening. Even if it's not a live Bible study, we need to go back and be listening to the word because I'm declaring to you. The word tells us he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. God will reward you with understanding like you've never understood before. If you would combine your own personal reading, if you would combine the word also, meditating on the word. We, we did a study on meditating. Uh, we, we talked about meditating on the word sometime back. Meditating on the word of God. It's not about you sitting in a circle. Saying, um, you humming and, and singing. That's not what it's. That's not meditating on the word of God. That's you meditating on a melody. <laughs> that's what you're doing. That's you must meditate on God's word day and night. Day and night, you must be thinking about what do these scriptures mean? You don't know what what they all mean. My God, he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. When you start to face temptation and trials and tribulation, why don't, it's time for us to start meditating on those words. Look, yea, though I walk, even though I'm going, but I'm still going to fear no evil. I'm still putting my trust in God. He said he would keep us in perfect peace if we would keep our minds stayed on him, my God. If we would just keep our minds thinking about him, not thinking about a sound, um, not, not thinking about him and his word, what he told us, what he promised you. See, God promised you some things and the devil can easily come because we allow him. He easily comes and makes us forget about what God promised us. He promised you. He promised to be there for you, even when no one else is around, even when we're relying on other people. His word, his word. We know he said he wouldn't leave us or forsake us. We know he told the disciple, he said, look, I'll be with you to the end of the earth, to the end of the world. He said, I'm with you. He said, I'll give you the comforter. He'll be with you always. He promised us some stuff. And you know something that, that tends to happen to us all because God knows it happens to me. I forget those things sometimes until I, until 
until I hear something that someone says or until I'm reading in the word. And God will remind me of some scriptures. And I say, my Lord, I forgot that scripture was even in there. I haven't haven't thought about this scripture in a long time. It's how how, how amazing and how big God is. He's got so many scriptures out there that will touch you at the right time. He'll bring it out for you in the right moment. Some things we've even forgotten about. So if start to meditate on the word, start thinking about his word, thinking about his goodness, thinking about what the word means. And even those things we don't understand, look if we would meditate on those two. Asking God to tell me. If we would just begin to start living by the word of God, not talking about it, if we would start living by it. You know, when, when we're, we're talking about natural food, Jesus talked about natural food. He said, man should not live by bread. Man shouldn't live by Texas toast alone. <laughs> Wonder bread, wheat bread. Man shouldn't live by those things alone. Biscuits, buns. We love, we love to eat food. I mean, you know, when we eat food, we like to pick and choose food we want to eat. Especially uh, now that we've gotten on the level that we're on. We, we've got access to so many fast food restaurants, uh, so much uh, five-star food and, and cuisines. But we have access now. We can go to the, the fat, to the, uh, not the fast food, to the, to the buffet. We can go dine in and order food. And so we pick which food we like. But that's the difference with the word of God. We can't just pick which words that we like. You know, people love to read. Now, I'm not trying to pick on anybody. I'm telling you the truth, though. We love to read the book of Psalms. We love to read the book of Proverbs. We love those. God knows they're good. I was even thinking about a verse in the book of Psalms. Let's pick that up real quick, Melvin. Psalm 119, 105. Psalm 119 and 105. See, we love the book of Psalm. And we love the book of Proverbs. These are probably the two most popular read books in the Bible. Now, I haven't looked that up, but I just know from virtually most of the people that I'll talk to, if you ask them, you know, where have you read in the Bible? They they say, oh, I usually do my devotion. (laughs) I've got my devotion coming from the book of Proverbs. My devotions in the book of Psalm. And they're good books. I'm not trying to tell you they're not. But I'm telling you, don't just stay there. Let's get the rest of it. Let's start reading over in Genesis. Let's start reading over in Matthew, in the book of Revelation. Let's start reading in the book of Figure out how to be saved, what it means to be saved. Let's start reading and picking all of his word. Read what he said for us, though, here in Psalm 119, Melvin. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and, mm-hmm. a, and a light unto my path. See, the 
if we would get the whole word, look at what guides you. It is a light. It is a light. He said, it's a lamp. The lamp has a light for your feet. If you're, if you're wondering what decisions to make, word, get in Bible studies, start studying a word and watch how your decision making. Watch how God will guide you into some decisions. You, you might not be sure which way to go, but what you might even be afraid, but watch how God, look, God, God has, has allowed me to go into Bible studies. And then I get some clarity on which direction to go. He he cannot lie. He declared to us his lamp. It's a light for us, even in your everyday decision making. The word will guide you. The preacher doesn't even have to know what decision you're even thinking about. And God will still help you through that message. I'm I'm trying to tell you, but you got to trust in his word. We talked about that, I believe. Um, I don't remember when it was. I I talked about that recently. I think it might have been Monday. You got to trust in his word. It's going to work for you. There's I've never been more confident in anything in my life than the word of God. I'll never be more confident in anything in my life other than the word of God. Whatever problem you have, the word will help you. But I'm telling you, don't just think you can read it all by yourself because God so declared, look, from the beginning, he's been sending preachers to give out the word, to help someone with the word. He's been sending preachers from the beginning. So this, I got a feeling I might need to move here. This is number one that I want to give you of the big three. This is number one. We need to be hearing the word. We need to be applied. And as I always say, look, go back and listen to previous Bible studies. Look, not just me. If you find a preacher out there and they're really holding to the word. And I'm like, you got to be careful, though. I'm scared to tell you that because a lot of the, a lot of things that they cannot prove in the word. So I'm, I'm scared to tell you to just go listen to someone. Don't do it. Don't do it. But now that's number one. The word. That's number one. So we're going to move to number two, prayer and fasting. You know, Jesus, uh, he, he, you can find him do a lot of praying and a lot of fasting, even after he receives the Holy Ghost, after he's baptized, he goes off and fasts for 40 days and 40 nights. And during this time, he's praying. See, prayer 
after you've read the word and you've did the will of God, it's time to pray and be patient. See, prayer helps you in so many situations. Prayer helps you to stay on track. Now that we've read the word, it's time for us to also be praying. Now, I want to tell you, though, I'm not telling you that you have to all the time get down on your knees. You've got to. uh, (laughs) You don't over your uh, 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 your or your chest, make a cross or whatever. I've seen people do touch your forehead and touch the sky and kneel five times and spin in a circle. You don't have to do all of those things now to pray. See, prayer. Let, let's make sure we're on the same page here. But you talking to God the same way I'm talking to you right now. This is the same way you pray to God. You just. Speak to him. Now you come with respect now. You you can't talk to God any kind of way and say, what's up, God? What you doing? I'm going to tell you. No, you must come in the right manner to God now. You must show him respect. See, me, sometimes people might not respect me, but you better respect God. But now, nothing but talking to God. So we can go before him with our problem. Look, we go and talk to people all the time about problems we have. You know, we call it venting. Somebody say, oh, I need to vent. I need to my chest. I let, uh, Man, let me tell you, girl, let me tell you what happened yesterday. You know what? Talk to God about some of these things. Now, don't don't talk to him about some mess. (laughs) Talk to him about some real problems. Lord, this happened to me. They, They, I mean, it's been bothering me ever since. Talk to him about that. Ask him, God, will you help me to get over this? Look, they they did me wrong, God. But I'm not wanting to continue to dwell on that. God help me to move on. Lord, help them. Help them to be better, but Lord, first and foremost, I I want to be better because you're asking me to be better. We pray. Uh, My pastor was talking about this. I believe that was last night. Yeah, that was last night. We're praying about the wrong stuff. And actually, we even talked about that. um, Yeah, we just talked about that Sunday as well. And go and look. You can go and look in the scripture. I don't know if we're going to get it, but we can be praying for the wrong thing. Some, sometimes we're not praying at all. Sometimes we're praying for the wrong thing. There was a man, a Pharisee. He went to the temple to pray. And the whole time he prayed, all he did was talk about the other man that was in there, the other person. Lord, I thank you. I'm not like this sinner. I'm not like this extortioner, this, this, this person who's doing God, I'm thankful I'm not like them. What kind of prayer is that? What? He went in there and all, look, now, you should be thankful when God helps you and helps you to 
But you should be thankful for that. That you no longer struggle with some of the sins you used to. But it's not. God did not help Tony for me to look at uh, someone who has a problem with smoking and say, well, God, I'm sure thankful I don't smoke no more like that's all they do is smoke, man. That, that, that's not what he helped me for. He helped me. So now I can go and give a testimony to that other person. Tell them, look, I've been there. God will help you. He desires to help you. It's not over for you. This in the word and you will achieve it through prayer. It's going to take you to pray for this. The Bible declares, he, he told us, look, we being evil know how to give a good gift. How much more do we know how to give a gift? Give the Holy Spirit, give the help, give the strength to people who ask, people who pray. That's all prayer is. We're just talking to God. We're asking him for things, but not only ask. Whenever I pray, the first thing is thank him for what he's already did. Because I don't want to get in the place where all I do is I just ask God. Of course, I need to be asking him because I'm always in need. But I want to at least thank him. The issue he had with the lepers. He healed 10, only one came back to thank him. And you know what? He started to look around. He said, what happened to the other nine? Could they not pray and say thanks? Could they not offer up Thanksgiving? Even when it's not Thanksgiving time? <laughs> when it's not in November, could they not offer up Thanksgiving? This is what he's looking for. But now prayer. The Bible declares that we ought to all. Now, in order to do that, you cannot walk around all day. Because it really is impossible. You can't always be in your prayer closet praying. You can't always uh, look. I won't, I will not end this Bible study right now and say, you know what, I, I've got to go and pray. <laughs> I will not do that. But what we can do, we ought to start saying certain things. Lord, help me. Do you really? Even in your mind, as I'm driving down the road, I'm even praying in my mind. It might not be a five-minute thing all the time. It might not be a 20-minute, an hour thing all the time. But even in my mind, I might make a quick prayer. Down the road, you might be watching TV. Something that has, you might just be watching a movie. And something falls on your mind instantly. You might think about someone who's sick. You can offer up a prayer for them right there. Lord, please bless so-and-so. It'll be the last time you pray for them. It can be that quick. God sees and he hears those things. It's important for us to always be praying, not just one time a day. Yeah, I talked to, uh, I told you guys I was, I spoke with a 
I forgot how many times he told me they pray a day. Now, I didn't tell him, brother, I'm trying to always pray because I didn't feel it was a competition. And we were talking about so many other other things, it didn't even come up. But the man told me, uh, even if they're driving, he said, well, if I'm driving, I'll pull over and pray for five minutes. Look, that's good. But brother, I'm going to keep on driving if I got to get to my destination. (laughs) Look, if I got to get to my destination and I know I'm an hour away, (laughs) praying riding down the road, you don't have to close your eyes for God to hear you. See, closing your eyes doesn't make God hear you now. I'm not telling you I don't close my eyes many times. Look, when I prayed earlier, when we started off this Bible study, I, I bowed my head, closed my eyes. I'm driving down the road in my car trying to get an hour or two away. <laughs> Brother, I won't be behind my head closing my eyes. I keep on driving. If God permits now, now again, there are times where I get down on my knees and I pray to God, bowing my head before him. I'm saying we should we can be incorporating all of those things into our lives so that you can be praying more than just the one or once or twice that you have a day. Please and pray. You can be talking. You should want to talk to God all day long. Look, I, I, if people really love each other now, if you get a, a husband and wife who really love each other, I don't believe they want to only talk to each other once a day. Now, I know sometimes people get busy. It happens. But now, if people really have things the way that they want to, they don't really say, you know what, I'm only going to talk to my spouse once a day. Who wakes up and plans that? I'm only going to talk to them once So I'm I'm offering this suggestion to you when it comes to praying to God. Look, talk to him all day. Look, I need help all day. I I said it earlier. I said, Lord, help me. See, I'm praying all day. I'm trying to at least. My wife said, what do you I say everything. I can't do anything by myself. I need help with everything. To speak, I need help. To breathe, I need help. I need help with everything. I need help with everything because without him, his word has told me I can do nothing. I can do nothing. So now, prayer, we need it. Fasting, we need it. I can recall the days where uh, I remember when I first was calling to ministry, things that I, I realized I needed to be incorporating fast. I'm talking no food, no water for a period of time where you decide you're going to get yourself under control. See, this body that we're in, flesh, is craving things that God told us we should not have. It's craving. There are different lusts. There are different desires. And so... What fasting is implemented for is to help you gain 
you know, one of the things that people have the hardest time controlling or overcoming is eating. See, we love to eat. We, we can't stand it. If your stomach starts to make a few sounds and it, it starts thundering outside. <laughs> so <laughs> if your stomach starts to make a little bit of noise, now, a lot of times we don't even wait till it gets that far. But if it gets far enough, your stomach makes a noise to let you know <laughs> you must have forgot about me. And at this point, I've heard people, they say, oh, man, I'm starving to death. Now, we know this is a figure of speech. People aren't literally most of the time when people are saying this. They're literally not at the place where they're going to die if they don't eat. We can still at this days, days without eating. We can still go days. And so we've trained ourselves to eat as soon as we feel a little bit of hunger, as soon as it happens. We, we, we've trained ourselves for years, even as a young baby, even as a young baby, once we get hungry, we started then. We started yelling. We started crying. <laughs> we started making all types of noises. And so after a while, the baby, oh, my parents, they'll do anything as soon as I make some noise. <laughs> they'll come running. They'll stand me up. They'll pick me up. They'll give me whatever I want. And so we've been accustomed to this our entire lives, getting whatever. We as soon as we make some noise, as soon as we start to get uncomfortable, we've gotten used to getting what we want. And so God, he's desiring, he wants to work on us so that whatever your body craves for, you don't always give it to it. See, there, there. Look, eating is good for us. We know we need to eat. I'm, I'm hoping to eat something tonight. I hope I get to eat something. Eating is good for us. However, there are some things that we might want to do is not good for us. I, I know. It seems like probably. 99% of us as children, we all crave candy, sweets, dessert, snacks, chips. We all crave those things. But we've heard our parents say, or somebody around us, grandparent or somebody, a friend, whoever, we heard somebody say, you know what? No, you can't have this until you eat your food first. We didn't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. But what they were trying to show us, we didn't understand at the time. It, a lot of those foods, the bags of chips, the, the cookies and the candy bar, all of them have so many empty calories. They, they are not very nutritious. They will not provide us with the food to, to sustain us over a long period of time the way we would receive it if we actually ate the nutritious meals that we 
But as a child, we didn't care about all of that. All we know is the chips taste good. The ice cream tastes good. The candy bars taste good. The, 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 the gummy candy ch- tastes good. That's all we knew. And so God is in the same position that many of us, uh, many of our parents were. He's still in that same position. He's trying to show us, hold on. I know this thing might feel good to you. It might sound good to you. He's so appealing to you. But that thing, you don't need it. And so the only way for us to overcome different desires, he says, you know what? Since you're struggling with those things, let me help you. And I want you to use fasting. I I know you like food too, and food is good. But he said for a period of time, just put down the water, put down the food, put down the juice and the crackers. Look at I remember seeing a video. I remember seeing a video of a guy. <laughs> he was making fun of people who fast because a lot of people are doing it wrong. A lot of times people fast and as Jesus say, they fix their face and pretty much on the alarm, they let everybody know. Uh, I, I listened to a video of the guy. He went through the fast food line and when they said, hello, can I take your order? He said, uh, hello. And I don't remember what he ordered. <laughs> oh, no. He said, oh, no, I, I didn't want to place an order. I was just letting you know I'm fasting, you know. <laughs> but he was doing it because people are fasting wrong. We're, we're telling everybody what we're doing. We're, we're t- hey, yeah, I'm waking up, I'm fasting tomorrow. We're not telling people so that they can join. Sometimes people are just telling them, telling other people to make themselves look good. That's what the, the man, we didn't go and pick up those scriptures, but go back and look at them. Um, the man that Jesus talked about, this man said, look, I fast twice in a week. He said, I'm fasting two times. Paying my tithes, I'm paying the offering, I'm praying, I'm doing all of this big stuff. And still, Jesus declared the man was not justified because he was self-righteous. He was self-righteous. Stayed on God. So we want to get the benefit out of everything you do. If you read you need to get the benefit out of it. If you pray, you need to get the benefit. If you fast, you need to get the benefit. You don't want to do it for nothing. Do it all in vain. So when you fast, you don't have to tell everybody. Now, if you want to tell somebody because you want that person to join you, that's good. But we don't have to tell everybody every time we've prayed. I said, every time we read the word, let's do these things so that we can receive a reward from God. Because he declared to us that if we seek the rewards from people, he said, you already got your reward. 
my time is just about out. So we we discussed the word, and I've had to move a little fast. We've talked about the word, we talked about prayer, we've talked about fasting. Now, those um, prayer and fasting, I want you to know they change things. You, you've heard the saying before, prayer changes things. I'm telling you, try it out. Don't, don't, don't give up because you prayed and you, you fasted or you read the word a few times. Or it's been, oh, it's been a month. No, continue going and watch how God steps in. Just watch how he intervenes. So I want to bring all these together. So now, uh, Melvin, let's run over to uh, let's pick up I believe it's in the book of Kings. Let me see here. Second Kings. Yeah, Second Kings chapter three. Second Kings chapter three and verse 15, 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 15. So now uh, I'm going to finish it up with music. Now, again, you must get in order, not only hearing the word, but reading the word, not only reading the word, hearing the word from someone who knows more than you, from a God sent preacher. You got to be hearing the word. You got to put time into reading the word. You've got to put time in prayer. You got to put time in these things. Now, I wanted to deal with music last because music is something that we listen to as people all the time. You can't, you can't get without some type of music being played. You get in a car, music is played. You go to the pep rally, you go to the basketball game, you turn on the TV. Whatever you do, there's some type of music and sounds played. So now, I realize that the devil uses music just as God does. Just as God does, the devil uses it. So the question is, what music do you listen to? See, I'm trying to explain to you guys why sometimes we're in some positions. Sometimes we're in some struggles because we're listening to the wrong things. See, it's hard for you to keep the devil off you. I remember uh, back when I used to listen to uh, a lot of that old garbage. I used to listen to... uh, that was little booze, the devil get up off me. If you listen to those songs, that's the devil singing. The devil's in these songs. He's using the people who's making these songs. And he's got you thinking, oh, this is what's going to get the devil off me. You're drinking and smoking and, and, and while you're singing, devil get up off me. He's getting on you. <laughs> My Lord, he's getting you because of the music you're listening to. I, I remember 
when I really decided to turn my life over to God, I realized I had to stop listening to the music I used to listen to. Because that music, it continually told me to do the stuff God said don't. Is filled with talking about killing someone or, or, or doing this or doing that, going and stealing, going and fornicating. It continually promoted the wrong things. So I realized I can't listen to this all day. Because you know what? You know, sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes people say, well, I don't even listen to the words. You don't have to listen for the word. You don't have to be listening saying, I want to learn these words. You don't have to. But I guarantee you, some of those same words, they'll pop back in your head when you're in the shower, on the road. Those same words. They'll just pop up in your head. See, now the devil has you meditating on the wrong words. Now you're thinking about the wrong words. So if you would change what music you listen to, riding down the words, you'll be thinking about heavenly music. You'll be thinking about godly songs. Now when you're in the shower, you'll be thinking about the right songs. See, this, these things, because we're not implementing them in every phase of our lives. See, people, people, I, I did this before. See, we go to church. And once we get here, we're going to put down the R&B. We're going to put down the rap song. You know, I, I've seen people who, <laughs> I've seen people. They get in church and they start singing. <laughs> they don't do the rap at church because they realize this isn't the place for this. This isn't the place. So as soon as we start to realize, look, it's never the place for that. As soon as we start this, I'm telling you, your mind will be transformed because you're feeding it the right things because you're feeding it the word because you're feeding it fasting and prayer because you're feeding it the right songs once you start doing it this is a holistic approach once you start changing your appetite and your diet your life i'm telling you these things will become so much easier look it's not hard for me it's not hard for me to do this because I've made changes. The things I watch, the things I listen to, I've made changes on it. So it makes life easier. We, we, uh, my time's about up here, but Saul. Now, I didn't go and get it. You know what? Let, let's go over there instead. I want to go over there instead. The book of, let's pick up 2 Kings 3. And Wait, no, that's not what I want. I want to go to David and Saul. Let me see what that is. I believe that's 1 Samuel. Yeah, 1 Samuel 16. Yeah, let's pick up 1 Samuel 16 and 14. Yeah, let's pick let's pick that up. My time's about out here, but I want to show 
power of music. See, people think it doesn't matter. Oh, well, it's all godly music. That's a lie from hell. If you think every song you listen to, well, it's all godly music, that's a lie from hell. That's what the devil wants you to believe. You wouldn't go to church listening to that stuff. You wouldn't even forget church. You wouldn't go in the presence of God. If you in the let me put it this way, in the presence of Jesus, you wouldn't be listening to all of this stuff. You would start to feel kind of inappropriate. See, people uh, in a business setting. People don't say certain words because they're trying to be professional. See, when people uh, run a business, they might curse. They might curse all the time. But to their customers, they want to be professional. How much more respect should we have for God? Shouldn't we be past professional? Shouldn't we be even a step further than professional in the presence of God? No, ye not that God desires to dwell in your body. You are the temple of God. You're all presence. Let's pick this up, man. We got to get out of here. Verse 14, 1 Samuel 16 and 14. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Now Saul has an evil spirit. He has a him and he can listen to little boozy all day say devil get up off me <laughs> but it won't work <laughs> he can pour up some wine all night some beer all night some some booze all night whatever you want to call it <laughs> OB all night it will not work for him the devil's jumping all over him there's a reason the liquor store says wine and spirit. It's time for the people of God to wake up. Stop being deceived by these things that are right. Let's read, Melvin. He has an evil spirit on him. And Saul's servants said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. See, if God sends the devil on you, you can you can cry out, devil, get up off. If God sent this spirit, you've got to learn what it's going to take to get the devil off you. See, God sent this spirit now. God is, he's, he's allowing these evil spirits to be in the world and he's giving us what we need to overcome these devils. We need the word, we need fast and praying, and we need to be listening to the right music. Let's read, Mel. Let our Lord now command thy servants, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is a cunning player on an harp. And it shall come to pass, when God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. He declared, that his servants declared, they said, look, we need to send somebody who can play some music for you, some godly to get these evil spirits off you. Drop down to verse 23. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well. 
spirit departed from him. Look, the right music will get you and put you in the presence of God. It will invite God's spirit in. It will invite God's presence, listening to the right music, the right singing. It will invite the presence of God into your life. And so I'm trying to tell you tonight, if we would put all these things in combination, you you cannot say, well, I'm going to hear the word. I, I, I pray from time to time. But you still want to listen to your Gotti. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're still listening to the R&B, the bump and grind, grown folks music. You're still listening to <laughs> that good old country music. They're talking about the same things. They're talking about the same stuff. They're talking about fornicating. They're talking about getting drunk. They're talking about the same stuff. And you think the devil's not going to be on you. Difficult task. And you will not succeed. So I'm encouraging you, if you get all of these things in line, your spiritual life with God will become so much easier. But the more you try to, part of these things and say, well, I'm going to hold on. I don't feel like I need to be reading the word that much. I I don't feel like I need to be uh, uh, being in a Bible study. I, I, I can read for myself. If you think you can hold on, it won't work. If you think, well, I was listening to the Bible study. And then as soon as you get off of here, you think you can go back to the wrong music. It's going to make it hard on you to do what you said you would stop doing. Mind you of all the good old days, the days that the devil said you sure had fun that night. He's going to remind you even in that music, even in those songs. When you sing Sweet Home Alabama, Uh, he's going to remind you. I remember we had a good night that time. He's going to put these things and bring them to your remembrance. So until you start listening to one Lord, one faith, <laughs> until you start listening to the right struggle, may God bless you guys. May God continue to help you. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys, uh, I'm giving you my word because God has given his word. You will overcome every attack if you get all these things in line. So God bless you guys at this time. Back in. Uh, thank you. Uh, good message as always. And I missed two comments. Um, I know we froze earlier and um, the first video uh, was stopped and the new video started. Um, David said, praise the Lord, my brothers, and also hope everyone is doing great and having a blessed day in the Lord. So praise the Lord to you, David. Thank you. Um, we have more comments um, back when we got back David says y'all are back and good now Jordan says I'm on good deal Kim says yes I can see and hear you so I'm glad that we are sounding good uh, Kim says the word of God helps us to overcome temptation and also applying the word of God 
helps us to overcome temptation. Um, Kim says, great is God's faithfulness. Um, Lamentations chapter three, verses 22 and 23. Casey says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Kim says, fasting and prayer are powerful spiritual weapons. David says, James, starting at verse two, he said, you have not, you have not because you ask not, but we ask amiss asking for our will and not the Lord's will. Kim says, you are teaching Minister Banks with the hands, the uh, praising hands emoji. Uh, she also says, fasting helps, humbles, gives us spiritual strength and draws us closer to God. And um, going on to the music here, it says, I used to listen to Christian rap. I noticed that every time I would pray, I noticed that I would skip the rap songs. So I knew from that point that I shouldn't listen to rap regardless of it being Christian rap. That's very true. Kim this Bible study has truly fed my soul. And David said, it's not grown folks music, but it's the devil's music. Uh, Jordan says, God bless y'all. Great video, guys. So um, we thank you guys so much for the comments and the interactions. Um, we hope and pray that you guys got something out of the message. And back to the topic of the message, um, I know Tony had said that he always tries to be thankful at the beginning of his prayers. And I know that. I could tend to get, well, I need to get better at that because each and every single moment, we have a reason to be thankful to God just for him. Well, a while back, I looked at how many times, I think it was how many times we breathe a day. And it was somewhere like 20 to 30,000, uh, 30,000 times. And we need, we need to be thankful for each and every single one of those breaths. I'm reminded somebody, 10,000 tongues. I couldn't thank him enough. And that's definitely true. So we need to be thankful, um, not only during Thanksgiving, not only during November, not only during Christmas, but all the time. So I, that's definitely one of my goals to get better at just thanking God, thanking God for what he's already done, going to do what he's currently doing, because I know that he will come through should I stay obedient. And we talked about um, fasting and praying, um, getting our flesh under control because it's in our human nature to desire the things that we can't get or that we shouldn't get. A parent tells a kid or a teacher, anybody tells someone that they can't do anything and they may not have had, may, they may not have had any interest in doing it, but they want to do it just because you told them that they can't or that they shouldn't. And we've trained ourselves from even birth up because I, I, I've seen seeing it firsthand with my son now. Everything that shouldn't go in his mouth, he wants to put it in his mouth. Doesn't want to put the pacifier in or the, the teething rings that, that's supposed to go in his mouth, but he wants to put the remote in his mouth. <laughs> A bag of something in his mouth, a toy. He wants to put all of that. So in nature. So, um... I heard a preacher say we we need to be brainwashed, but brainwashed into hearing the truth, the word of God. We need to be reprogrammed because society programs us a certain way. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be against God. So all that I have to say, I see we don't have any more comments. So thank you, David, Jordan, Kim, Casey, and Kiara. If I miss anybody, I'm, uh, I do apologize, but I thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, have you checked the uh, YouTube as well? Yes. Um, am I? 
uh, Kiara and Kim have been commenting. I mean, Kim have been, uh, has been commenting from YouTube. So, yeah, we will um, definitely work on or look into why it, it freezes. Um, it, it typically does that towards the beginning. It'll freeze up for a while. And I noticed last week it stopped the video and started a new Definitely we'll have to look into that. So, um, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And um, as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, We'll see you guys next Thursday evening live with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Mm -hmm.